Today, the church gives us the option, nay, rather, the obligation of having two Gospels. First, the Gospel of the procession into Jerusalem, and second, the Passion of the Christ. And it is the option to have the homily here instead of after the Passion, for a few reasons. One of my favorite movies is Gladiator, and I know I've said that many times in many different homilies. But in one part of Gladiator, when the new evil Caesar has taken over, his father has died, he's been murdered, and the new Caesar comes back to Rome after being on campaign and assuming the throne. And one of the senators, as he comes into town, says, he enters Rome as a conquering hero, but what has he conquered? Today, Christ enters Jerusalem as a king, but where is his kingdom? The people of Israel wanted the Messiah to be a conqueror. They wanted him to put the Romans under his foot. And yet he comes on a donkey, on a colt, entering the city of peace, Jerusalem, as the true king of peace. But that's not what they expected. They expected a God of war, a God of vengeance, and deliverance through blood. But what they got was a God of peace, a God of forgiveness, a deliverance not through the blood of others, but rather through his own blood, the blood of Christ, through whom we have all been redeemed. Recently, I have been re-listening to a six-hour-long podcast that I have on Genghis Khan. During the time of Genghis Khan, he was responsible for the direct murder of anywhere between 10 and 30 million peoples. Now, in modern times, whenever we want to equate an atrocity to something bad, we always use the Holocaust as our measure. Six million people is the number we commonly say died during the Holocaust. So to know that Genghis Khan put to death more people than the Holocaust by almost two, if not three times as many. So much so that they said the land, the soil where Genghis Khan had come through would be so saturated with the fat of decomposing human bodies that it was impassable for horse and cart. And I am being very graphic for a certain reason, because this is what the people of Israel expected their Messiah to do. They expected him to put everybody to the sword. But what did they get? They got, instead of a Messiah bringing the sword, one who brought the olive branch. When he was struck, he returned no violence. In the midst of his death, he offers forgiveness to his persecutors, for they know not what they do.